So I think this podcast is kind of mostly going to be on mental health. Um, Not like all of it, but I don't know. I was just kind of sitting there thinking to myself, let's be honest, talking out loud to myself. And I got inspired to be like, why don't I actually record this? Because this is the whole point and reason why I started the podcast was because I sit there and I talk to myself. Um, Also, if you hear any background noise, it is the neighbor's kids. Neighbor's kids? Well, they're not actually the neighbor's kids. They're just kids that play in the street and they ride up and down on their bikes and scream. Don't know who they belong to, but that's that's what that is. Um, So, yeah, great explanation by me. Um, Keep listening if you want. I'm Deeks, welcome to my podcast, and let's dive in. Okay, so this is kind of what my line of thinking was just now, which was basically, I was thinking about how far we've come in terms of mental health and talking about it and being more open about it. I feel like even compared to just a few years ago, we have a much bigger platform to reach out on now to people, um, and we are much more kind of accepting of mental health and mental health issues and mental illnesses that affect everybody they're not such a taboo anymore in terms of a taboo topic they're also not so kind of avoidant in terms of if you're going for a job or you're meeting new people or whatever uh, it's not such a, a scary thing but at the same time I feel like we still have a baseline of like this generic description of mental health and what I'm always interested in and what I always want to talk about is the real nitty-gritty stuff that goes on I mean it all goes on behind the scenes most of it but like just the weird stuff that happens that no one really talks about so what I mean is that in terms of mental health now and the way that we talk about it uh for instance if we're talking about depression or anxiety we talk about how it affects us socially um, and we talk about the generic sort of symptoms that we get um, and we're sort of more open about that and how it affects us in terms of if you're depressed and you're just super sad for a few days and you get frustrated at everything and you don't get out of bed or you don't want to shower you don't go anywhere you push away your friends how that affects uh, your social life your work life um how you look at yourself and your relationships. So we're more open in that generic sense. But there's still things beneath the surface that go even deeper that I feel like we're still scared to be open about. And I'm totally guilty of this as well. There are still things that, I mean, I feel like maybe recently I've been, every now and then I kind of be more open about specific things that I struggle with in terms of my mental health. And I will kind of touch on it as a subject and then suddenly it will be out there in the open and I'll be like, huh, was that like too weird to admit? Or is anyone else really going to understand that? Or is it still just me? Like, is anyone else dealing with this? Or am I just super fucked up? Because like I said, we still have that generic overall sense of what depression and anxiety and bipolar and everything should look like 
um, anything else that isn't kind of labeled on say the main bullet points of symptoms we start to look at as like okay well that's just I mean you're crazy or you're psycho or you need to be committed um when I think that it's actually more common than we think it's just that like years ago we didn't talk about depression and anxiety in general now that we are talking about it in general we're not talking about the even deeper symptoms that we can suffer from so for instance one of the things that I suffer from quite infrequently it's not a huge problem because it doesn't happen all the time um, and it doesn't hugely affect my life and the way that I live it is along with my depression and my anxiety I sometimes hallucinate now this is generally called psychosis and it can happen you can hallucinate visually you can hallucinate olfactory which is uh, smells um, it can be orderly is that a word that's not a word why can't I think of auditory that's the word I think of looking for um, meaning like noises or what you hear um, and I get this from time to time and but I always feel so weird talking about it because I feel that people are just going to think I'm absolutely insane or we still have that kind of stigma of like questioning yourself and thinking am I just being dramatic am I labeling something that isn't actually a problem am I creating something out of nothing and you start to self-doubt and that is still a big problem in terms of mental health issues as well is that we still have this stigma of that person's being dramatic that person's making it up or you know let's explain that away with something else other than what they're trying to claim that it is um but anyway for example um like I said I don't get them very frequently sometimes it's nearly nothing even though I guess in general terms it is something because it's not something that everyone gets um, so sometimes it's as simple as the walls look like they're moving or I think that I see someone that isn't actually there or I I used to always get this thing when it happened a lot more when I was younger where and by younger I mean from like 15 to 20 um, where I would wake up with someone talking to me in my ear and they would always be saying just like a sentence and sometimes it was female sometimes it was male but it was like as soon as I tried to think about it I wouldn't understand what they'd been talking about but it was always very loud it was as if they were waking me up um, but you know like when you're younger you explain that away you're like oh okay I was dreaming but you weren't dreaming because you were awake. Anyway, um, but sometimes these hallucina hallucinations, hallucinations can go further. Um, there have been times where I have watched other objects play out entire stories as if I'm like watching the TV and there's a movie on, but 
I'm not watching the TV, I'm watching either the sky or the wall and it's played out in clouds or in shadows. And I know this sounds crazy and this is what I mean. I am 100% sure that other people have experienced this. Um, In fact, I know because I've had people talk to me about it, but because we don't kind of talk about this kind of stuff in detail, I when I say it out loud I'm like oh my god I am crazy and I'm not crazy it's just it's something that happens it's a symptom it's the way my brain works um so do I describe the stories uh uh, there was one time I was looking at the wall um I'm gonna be completely honest here I was in the toilet Uh, And I was, this was years ago, I was in a bathroom that was quite big, didn't bring my phone with me, so I had nothing to do, (laughs) because we all know that if you don't bring your phone and you don't have the back of an air freshener to read, you just have to stare at the wall. Um, And the shadow started to move. And now there's a difference between, if you stare at, I think if you stare at anything long enough, it's going to look like it might have moved. But there's a difference between that and something actually playing out a visual story that you can put together it's not just like it's the same with like looking at clouds like when I say that I hallucinate and saw something in the clouds I don't mean I looked at the cloud and it looked kind of like an elephant I mean like a whole freaking story played out and I could clearly see what everything was so anyway I'm looking at the wall in the shadows it's basically as if I'm looking into someone's house And I'm looking into a room where there's two little kids and they are looking out away from me into a hallway where there are kittens playing and they're watching the kittens play. Keep in mind, this is all in shadow. (laughs) And basically it's just like that for about a minute or two. And then the kittens kind of like wander away and the kids look back as if they're looking back at me. And by that stage I was kind of like done with being on the toilet and I was just like radio and got up and left the bathroom and if I tell that story to anyone and I've now just told it to whoever's listening so congratulations but you probably like other people think what the hell first of all I think everyone still tries to do the scientific let's explain it away um you were this, you were that, you were stressed, you were dehydrated, like, you made it all up in your head, you were half asleep, you were dreaming, um, you, some, the shadows looked kind of like this thing, and so you maybe thought you saw it, but, you know, you put the images together, uh, no, like, I was just a normal day, I was sitting on the toilet, shadows did their thing, I could clearly make out what everything was, this whole story happened, and then it ended, Um, It didn't affect the rest of my day. I just got up, left the bathroom, like I said, and just went about my day um, because I was used to this kind of stuff happening. But I kind of think to anybody that this was happening to for the first time who had never had this happen before or had maybe had it happen before, but they were really kind of unaware of what this was, that would be a terrifying thing. Um, I think probably most people would be like, oh my god, you're a schizophrenic, or, you know, you're a psychotic. Um, 
which isn't the case. But it's stuff like this that I feel like it's these little details that aren't actually little details in our lives, but we don't talk about them to other people because we're still not quite there yet in the opening of the conversation around everything to do with mental health. It's still that kind of, these are the generic symptoms, these are the generic solutions, anything else that's happening to you, you can probably chalk it up to your mental illness, but we don't need to talk about every little gritty detail. Uh, But I think we do need to, because I don't know, I just know that there are people out there that they don't talk about it, they don't know what's going on, and I'm not really someone who worries a lot what other people think of me so much anymore. Um, Definitely used to be one of those people. But I'm also, I'm, I'm not really worried when stuff like this happens. But I can imagine that there's people out there that would be terrified if this happened to them. And if we're not talking about it and if we're not saying like, hey, you know, yeah, if you're depressed or anxious, you can be sad and scared of talking to people and, you know, but there's also a whole bunch of other stuff that can happen as well. Um, If we're not talking about those things and they're not aware and they just start to kind of spiral and it can make people a whole lot worse. Just like before we talked about depression and anxiety and everything as a whole, that made people worse because they felt like they couldn't be open at all. Um, So yeah, that was kind of like my line of thinking. (laughs) So I was just thinking about that and how, thinking about how far we've come and how far we still have to go and how, like, I've become open about what I struggle with um, and just open about life in general. But I am now kind of reaching a point where for the most part, I almost just want to be completely transparent because, I mean, yes, it's liberating and it's freeing and whatever, but I don't know. I just, I feel like not only is it helpful to others, it's helpful to me to acknowledge what I'm going through and to not harbour some secrets about what I'm going through and then just overthink about them myself. Um, Now, of course, obviously, when I started this, I'll try and think of a hundred other examples and think of none. But there is, like, a whole bunch of other... I don't want to say littler symptoms because I don't want to like diminish anything but there are other things that can happen almost every day that people sort of deal with that we still don't talk about as recognizing as symptoms of depression and anxiety and that's another thing is sometimes you go through things or you will have habits or things will happen and you aren't even aware that it is linked to your mental illness. Um, For instance, I did not even link my, I can get frustrated very easily. Um, Especially if I stop taking my pills. But I did not link that to my anxiety. I just thought there was a whole separate thing going on that when I would get angry or frustrated, that wasn't anything to do with being anxious because when you think about being anxious you just think about being 
scared or nervous or shy um, and you think about being anxious in social situations and you know there's certain things that you accumulate with being anxious but there's so many other things that can happen that are actually happening because of what's going on with your mental health um, and you don't even realize it same with being forgetful um, my memory sometimes isn't that great uh, but a lot of the times it's more than excellent and like and this can also be contributed to that uh, and there's just there's so many like little things that you just never think about connecting the dots between and again that's because even though we're more open about this kind of stuff we're not completely transparent and we're not really delving in deep to what's underneath um for instance when someone is depressed like we will talk about like I mentioned earlier you know you won't want to shower you won't want to get into bed you'll push your friends away you'll get real sad your appetite might increase or decrease um you might feel nauseous but there's other little things that you know like I don't know whether it's because we think it's not a big of a deal or it's just there's too much to explain um but there's other things that we don't talk about uh we don't talk about sitting and staring at the wall for half an hour spaced out thinking about nothing um we don't talk about wanting to walk out of your work or um your house and just wander off into nowhere and disappear we don't talk about all these different kind of feelings and I think I don't know whether it's because it's things that we don't act on that we don't talk about them because we're like oh well it's just something you feel and like you know but it's all stuff that adds up and it's all stuff that contributes and it's also all stuff that not everyone is doing <laughs> someone with depression probably isn't staring at the wall for fucking half an hour thinking about nothing um they're not wanting to walk out of work and just leave everything behind because they're probably just not thinking about that um And I think a lot of the time uh, we also focus less on the functioning abilities of being in a depressive state. So if we look at the list of symptoms, it seems obvious that we should be able to recognize that someone is depressed. But a lot of the time there are things that kind of as if we're operating on autopilot on the bare minimum and we're still able to achieve certain things but we might be more depressed than ever um i probably for the last two weeks 
have just been so depressed like I shouldn't but uh, yeah I've just been in a state where it was just fucking I don't even know how to describe it but I was still functioning on a certain level you know I I'm working less days now because I'm going um, back and forth to see my mum but I was still doing that I was still going to see my mum I was still going to work I was still talking to people um, I was still posting on Instagram I was still you know I could still go to work and put on my customer voice and like be okay with everything and you know it wasn't just me lying in bed not getting out and being an absolute mess sometimes my depression is me getting up super early sometimes it's not going to bed at all sometimes it's going to bed super early like it all everything affects you differently and a lot of the time you're still able to function perfectly normal to anybody else's eyes but to you you know why you're doing certain things the way you are or sometimes you might not even realize yourself until a couple weeks after so as much as I've still been able to function the past two weeks I look back now and it's I see how much I didn't want to talk to people I didn't want to have to message people back I was doing a lot of it just out of feeling like I should um I didn't want to go anywhere I didn't want to see anyone I you know was was doing a lot of things that are feeling obligated obligated I feel like I said that weird um and I look back and see how much time I actually spent at home when I had the ability to go out and see people and I then look back and see how a lot of people that I know have probably looked at that and seen that I've had all this time where I could have caught up with them but I haven't so then they start to look at it as if like oh you know you just don't want to hang out with me or you don't want to see me or you can't be bothered or whatever and it's not the case but because we don't kind of talk about all the different aspects of mental health in that term other people don't understand it fully either and I it's not to say that I expect other people to completely understand everything but I do think that we need to drop the stigma of the fact of being transparent is just being dramatic or it's just drawing attention because we still do have that stigma on some level um we have gotten better at it but it's still there um and and by saying this I don't mean that like you should go on social media every day that you feel shitty and complain about it but I just mean like just be open be feel free to talk about what you're going through or what you've been through and use that to show other people that the assumptions that they've made either about you or about other people in their life probably aren't true um you don't need to be whining or complaining about something to be open about it um you just need to be telling your story you need to be informative you need to just be putting something out there in the open um there's probably been a couple times where I've been on social media and just flat out been having a whinge. Um, but a lot of the times when I'm talking about stuff, it's coming from a completely good place. I'm not, it's most normally a reflection on what I've just been through. 
Um, so I'm not even in that place of feeling that way at that time. Um, but I'm not complaining. I'm not being dramatic. I'm just being like, this has been happening to me. This is what I'm going through. And that's just fact. It's not even me being emotional about it. It's just, it is what it is. <laughs> um, but I am fortunate also to be in a place in my life where I am very self-aware. I am very okay with everything that is quote-unquote wrong with me. Um, but I understand that not everyone is in that place. Not everyone wants to be so open about it. I used to also be like that. I was very secretive about all my mental health issues. I never wanted to talk about it, even to people I knew, let alone publicly. Um, but it has helped so much. And obviously has kind of resonated with others in a way. Um, just because for those who don't know, my I've had my Instagram for years. Um, but it didn't really kind of start to grow until I became very open about my mental health and very open about my mother's journey with cancer and it didn't go viral it didn't take off but I have accumulated a few followers and probably a lot of them have come from places of not knowing anything about that or not wanting to know anything about that but that's kind of where it all started to grow um so I don't know I just I want everyone to feel like they can not just be themselves and not just live by the standard quote of it's okay to not be okay, but to also completely drop these kind of standards that we have for society and behavior and the way people should be. Uh, because I want someone to feel like, okay, like it's okay not to be okay, as in like it's okay to be sad or angry, but is it okay to like be feeling fucking weird as hell and like tripping out and hallucinating and all this stuff? Like, yeah, that's, that's part of it. Um, obviously there's certain levels where like, please go see a professional and <laughs> whatnot. But I don't know. The whole it's okay to not be okay, there's no level of not okay that you have to stick to. And there is no problem so big that you should feel like you can't share it. And there is no problem so little that you feel like it's not important enough to even talk about um but yeah that was just kind of what I was thinking that was my level of conversation for the day um as usual I'll probably get off this and stop talking and think of a hundred other better examples I could have used or things that I could have said but I just needed to kind of get that out um so thanks if you've listened to this far um sorry if you now think I'm crazy um and yeah
Okay, I just had to add this because this is what I forgot. Um, one of the hallucinations that I forgot to mention, which is kind of what sparked my whole rethinking of this, was the other night I was in bed and I was about to listen to uh, Spotify through my headphones. Um, and I put my headphones in. Nothing was playing yet. I had no apps open. I hadn't been watching anything previously. And I could hear somebody whispering to me through the headphones and it was a girl and I don't know what she was saying but I could hear it and I just stopped and paused and was like what the hell and I kind of double clicked my phone to check that there were no apps open I pulled down like that um I don't know what you call it but the pull down screen where you can see if anything's playing nothing was playing and I was like what the hell and my partner kind of like I took my headphones out after a while and was just like listening to the outside world to see if there was anything that could have been contributing and there wasn't and my partner kind of looked at me like are you good like why are you just sitting there and so I passed the headphone to him slowly almost as if I thought that like the spell would be broken if I moved suddenly and I was like listen to this can you hear anything and he couldn't and that is just something that it trips me out but it doesn't freak me out completely because it's happened before and it's something that after a while I'm just kind of like oh well that happened so moving on and there's that is an audio hallucination and you know I was probably pretty stressed that day as well um but it's just stuff like this that I think that people would be scared to talk about, but I don't feel like we should. I will completely admit that that happened to me. It was really weird. And I got over it and moved on. But I can imagine that that would be terrifying for somebody who it hadn't happened to before, who didn't know that this was a symptom, or had never heard anybody talk about it. So that was what sparked this whole podcast. But anyway...